That is a beautiful rendition of O Come All Ye Faithful by His Golden Messenger. Hello, this is Patrick Prince, editor of Goldmine Magazine, the music collector's magazine since 1974. And this is another episode of the Goldmine Podcast. That Christmas standard by His Golden Messenger is from a holiday album of the same name, just released, which... By the way, you can now get in the Goldmine store at shop.goldmine.com. And His Golden Messenger is really the singer-songwriter MC Taylor. He is the head of the group, and he will be our guest to talk about the, this holiday album. Taylor has been prolific for many years now, putting out music as His Golden Messenger and... This holiday album might be amongst his best work. We'll sample some of the songs as we talk to MC Taylor, but first, let's go to these messages. So I want to I want to talk about the holiday album. Um, okay, if that's okay. Um, I think it's a really good one, and you yourself have said that it's not your ordinary holiday album. I think you said, let's see, the vibe is not typical for a holiday release. Maybe you can explain that a little more. Well, I, I just wanted it to, um, I, I wanted it to feel sort of quiet and kind of bittersweet. Uh, I think it's not probably holiday music that will get played in a big box store. Um, I don't know. I wanted to, I wanted it to encompass more emotions than just like the sort of like frantic um frantic jingle bells that we a lot are often accustomed to at this time of year rushing around for christmas presents That's right contemplative yeah. is a good word i i think uh yeah it, yeah that's it, a nice one it makes you um it makes you think I think it's, like you said, it's deeper. And I think right off the bat from the first song, it's kind of, um, I mean, maybe you could call some of it melancholic, but I think it's soothing. I, I thought the first, from the first song, from the first note, I thought it was sort of a soothing feeling with hung fire. And I think that continued. Would you see, seem to agree with that adjective? Um, yeah, yeah. I like that. Who also has some nice accents. It was a hung fire too. That nice piano break. It's Christmas, baby. I'm glad we beat it. friend of mine named Devon Harris. You do a good job of arranging um, these 
great musical accents in your songs, whether it's back <clears throat> singers or, you know, keyboards or you're, you're also like um, a, an arranger as well as a songwriter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, certainly on this record, maybe even more so than others, because yeah. um, for for a lot of the record, not all of it, some of it I wrote, but a lot of it I was I was arranging songs that I are, you know, that were not written by me. And that kind of, uh, that puts me in a bit of a different headspace, I think. I, I feel like I can maybe be a bit more objective, honestly, about arranging when I'm not also thinking about like whether the words are doing the things that I want them to do. When I take that, when I take that part out of it, it kind of makes, makes it a little easier in a weird way. And I know you've been termed, his golden messenger has been termed Americana. Yeah. I mean, but I, I feel like there are so many different, and, and maybe that term does include so much, right? But if you had someone, if you wanted to describe your music to someone, a first timer, how would you do so? Um, <laughs> uh, I would probably just say it's American music. <laughs> I mean, it's it's hard to describe in one sentence. There's there's no situation where I'm ever gonna be told you only have one sentence to describe it. You do. You go <laughs> from like um, folk to the uh, bluesy type stuff, and on here, right. Grace is reminding me of Jackson Brown for some reason. It it, it was sort of a uh, uh, deep but upbeat and sort of that same feel. I don't know if you would agree with that. But... A candle full of babies cry in the darkness and what do we tell them but hold on a little longer There's so many different elements, um, you know, not heavy metal, obviously, but American sure. music described, you know, that you hear in all your songs. I don't uh, think of I don't think of heavy metal as having roots in American music. I think of it as as European. Um, so often heavy metal has like no no groove to it. Uh, that's just my opinion, of course. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, you know, I don't know. I mean, I my my sense of like my sense of rhythm is is or I should say like um, my music is really needs a, a, a like a, a groove to it. You know, even 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 a record as sort of um, sort of slow as this this record that we're talking about is um, it was still really important that it swing, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and that's that's really the trick with with um, having a record that kind of functions at this tempo feel engaging is that it, there's a lot riding on on the rhythm section. They really need to make it feel like it's moving forward, even if it's slow. And, and I've read that this was mostly written or conceptualized about a year ago, right? Yeah. Exactly. And uh, we're in a different place as a country, right? 
Yeah, sort um, sort and, of, and sort of not. True, um, but things seem to be getting a little bit more hopeful. Yes, a little bit That's, more, right? This is this um, is true. Yeah. So, when you were writing these, did you feel like um, did you you felt less hopeful than you do now? You think? Do you did you feel um, like there was an impasse or? I think I was working on this record as a way of um, sort of finding some sort of solace in a time that felt extremely chaotic. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it was kind of a personal, um, it was a sort of a personal project for me um, just because it gave me somewhere to go, um, gave me somewhere to go in those extremely fraught, months like between October of 2020 and I mean I think I turned this record in maybe in April I yeah. turned it in the record label um and and that during that time like I saw this record as not only something that would have a life in the public but really like something that gave me some kind of purpose you know because not only was the world outside my window is very chaotic, but we were also, you know, at about the one year mark of all of us that um, are musicians. We, you know, we weren't in our normal routine and, and we still haven't really been, although, um, as you say, things are starting to open up a little bit. Um, so, you know, that way I think that the chaos outside was compounded by this, this sort of feeling that I was starting to forget what my purpose was, you know what I mean? And, and working on this music, um, and especially songs like this, that are many of them are, are like hymns um, with a spiritual component. Mm -hmm. Just kind of like I, I felt like it was helpful as something that could uh, recenter me yeah i know if you think back a year ago in the holiday season it was a lot of uncertainty yeah um and i guess that's what i meant i feel less uncertain now than i did right. then um, sure. but as far as the word purpose you've always had a good way of uh you know being charitable and giving back um I didn't know about this, but I read that a few of your songs were uh, raised funds for public schools in your area. Is that true? Uh, there's there's two live records. That, right. Um, there's two well, live so records. records, not songs. Yeah, not songs, but actual whole records. Um, there are two live records. One is called Forward Children and the other is called uh, School Days. And both, all of the proceeds from the sale of both of those records go to an organization uh, here in Durham, North Carolina called the Bull City Schools Foundation. Right. So I think cool. the last time I checked, we'd raised something like $50,000 for them. And wow. I'm sure that it's sure that it's more now. Um, but yeah, that was something that that's actually something that felt like it gave me some kind of some kind of purpose in the sort of darkest days of the past couple of years. Definitely a, a holiday feeling there. Uh, yeah. Back, right? Um, yeah. Let's talk about some of the songs you chose, um, you know, for the album. 
yeah. I thought that you know one of the most different one was Joy to the World, which was uh, different than it's sort of like um, you know <laughs> someone on five cups of coffee of caffeine uh-huh. bringing it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fundamental level if you want to say that but um again back to the word contemplative yeah yeah i mean i um you know one loud thing or that, brash what's that it's not loud and brash as it usually is you know no um one thing that i was doing with this a lot of the like uh, Joy to the World, O Come All You Faithful, um, Silent Night. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of those really ancient tunes that I arranged for this record, I, I, um, I, I arranged in, in an open-tuned guitar. Mm. And um, so that gives, that gives the whole feel of the song like a sort of modal, modal, almost like pedaling feeling that I've never heard an arrangement of the tunes that, that does quite that thing. Um, so, I mean, I think that's one thing that like maybe makes it sound especially different from other versions you might know. Um, oh, Silent Night is the other one I did. Mm-hmm. Um, all of those, all of those were arranged in an open tune guitar in which the, like the, the, the changing there's, the chords are changing, but they're they're almost like just kind of sliding into one another, um, and uh, yeah, um, I just I I wanted to like I, I just felt like I wanted to be around those songs and sort of like try and try and really zero in on the. Um, the words and the melodies of those tunes and kind of like try and forget about all the other crazy versions of those songs. Like so, so actually some, some versions are, are beautiful and really cool, but I was really trying to just like think what, what if I had never heard this song before and I was just, or like, what if I had only just heard the like lead vocal melody? What would, what would I do with this song? Um, it kind of became like an exercise and like not not making it different just for the sake of being different, but like how can I really lean into this beautiful melody and make it feel kind of new? Yeah, I love the backup singing on uh, Come All You Faithful. It just mm. captures the mood. Yeah. Talking about arranging the song. Uh, yeah. It's worked out wonderful. Thanks. And then the other songs, which uh, I, I think one of my favorite, I can see the light. Oh yeah. I mean, I've always loved CCR, and, and uh, that's another one that's done differently. Yeah, very different. Yeah. Is that? 
what made you pick uh, CCR? And I could see Woody. Woody's definitely. I could see Woody being an influence for you. Um, but spiritualized and CCR. Yeah, I mean, I just I love the music of both those groups, um, and I've always thought that that Creedence song would be a good one, not necessarily for a holiday record, but. Mm. Um, you know, I think thematically this record really deals with a lot of, of light and dark, both in the lyrics, but also just in the dynamics of the record and how it, how it kind of shrinks and grows. Um, and so the, the Creedence song kind of seemed like, um, it would be, I thought I could do something cool with it. It felt like it was in the same neighborhood for some reason as some of the some of the other stuff I was working on, and and so did the uh, so did the spiritualized song actually. Mm. Um, I've always loved that song. I love that record, and um, I just had the sense that I could I could treat it in a way that made it feel different from the way that spiritualized do it, but still mm. kind of like a an interesting and cool rendering of, of the tune. And it, again, it felt thematically like it just fit the, fit the, the whole, the whole project. Um, was I right about Woody being an uh, influence? I mean, I love Woody. I, I can't say that I know a ton about him. Like, mm. you know, you wouldn't come to me to ask any kind of, uh, any kind of question about him, but like, I, I love him. And, and he has, um, you know, he he has several Hanukkah songs. I I knew that I wanted um, songs that that um, set, had some had some kind of Hanukkah Hanukkah vibe to them. I'm 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 uh, my wife is Jewish. My kids uh, my kids sort of identify as Jewish. So there's always as, as much Christmas as there is happening in my house. There's also a lot of, a lot of Hanukkah, which I under, I realize is a sort of a minor holiday <laughs> in the Hebrew it, calendar, but. It made it more a holiday album, right? That's than just Christmas. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so now, you know, I know you're very prolific. Uh, what's, what do you have in store for 2022? Do you, hoping to tour more is that yeah we have a bunch of on your wish list <laughs> we have a bunch of shows on the books um i would like to start writing another hiss record i kind of haven't really um i sort of took a little time off from writing writing his songs that felt important <laughs> um I have I have another a record with by another uh, project that I, I do that I started um, is coming out this spring. So I'm kind of like thinking in that mindset. I don't, I don't know that we'll actually do any touring, but just getting the record ready for release. Is that on Merge as well? No, actually, it's um, I, I don't I'm not sure if I can if I'm allowed to say quite yet because the whole deal is not done. But uh, it's not merge, and it's 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 quite different from Hiss. It's it's all instrumental, first of all, and it's um, draws on like a lot of free jazz and spiritual jazz and ambient music and dub reggae and all kinds of 
all kinds of other stuff that sometimes shows itself in his cold messenger, but in kind of oblique ways. So this is more, this is more like, you know, in, in those, in those realms. Um, what I'm impressed about is that you started your own record company. I mean, back in the day, right. Instead of waiting. Oh, Oh um, yeah. Well, yeah. I just, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I'm always impressed by that where, Instead of waiting around, you know, you got all this pent up creativity. You want to get out of there. And of course, nowadays people go to band camp and whatever, but uh, you know, that that's impressive. <laughs> well, I mean, at the time that I started my own little record label to put out records, I, I had already been a musician and had put records out with, with other record labels. And right. I, I just understood how, how long it could take and how much of a drain it was on on how much of a drain it could be on just energy and creativity and productivity to have to wait to have to work on someone else's schedule yeah that's um, very true so I, so i that's that's the reason because i didn't want to spend time trying to find a record deal and then you kind of wait around for a year for the record to come out and maybe maybe people like it maybe they don't i just kind of i, I just thought that seemed like a crazy way to do it so i just someone sort of else's mercy it. right creativity is hard for creativity to work that way yeah to get it out okay great yeah. well thank thank you for taking the time michael um oh sure yeah i'm glad you like the record i appreciate and, it yeah and we even have it in our uh we have a gold mine store we have it in the store as well so oh cool well thank you very much <laughs> i've been pushing it thanks thank so much you. man have a good holiday okay. season you too take, take care. care bye thank you mc taylor a wonderful holiday album put out by his golden messenger which you can get in the gold mine store once again by going to shop.goldminemag.com and listeners don't forget to go and buy your print edition of Goldmine at Barnes & Noble or Books A Million Stores. And go to goldminemag.com for exclusive content. And you can also subscribe there to the print edition and to our weekly newsletter. Okay, we'll see you next time you visit the Goldmine Podcast. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com 
Code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.